This week on Another Digital Citizen, Fro tries to do a podcast a day after he has oral surgery. Another another digital another digital citizen. Another digital citizen. Another digital citizen. Another digital citizen. citizen. Hello, ladies and gentlemen. Yes, welcome to episode three eighty nine. You, you you can't hear that I had oral surgery. I swear, <laughs> uh, not at all. Uh, this is how I usually sound. Uh, don't go back and listen to any other podcast episode because this is definitely how I sound in every episode. Right, Luke? Uh, yeah, totally, Fro. Uh, hi, Fro. Yeah. Hi, everybody. It's funny because. Yeah. Uh, my mom listens occasionally, and she's like, "Sometimes I have a hard time understanding Fro because of his accent." So this is going to be a nightmare uh, for her. Probably this is going to be a nightmare for everybody, including me. So it's okay. Right, we're going to do a short show. Try not to uh, make things too long and have Fro here talking because I don't think talking very much. I'll try to do the most of the talking here. I think would be a best idea, yeah. so that we Lu- don't. Lu- Luke is Luke. This is Luke's episode, everybody. I guess so, right? Yeah. Yeah, I'm just here. I don't want you to be like in pain after we get done, so we're just gonna try to no, get through no, this. No, it, no, it's actually like the pain level is okay. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's just that I, I sound incredibly strange, and I can't. I, I there's half of my mouth I can't move. So yeah, that's a little annoying, especially f- yeah. for doing a podcast. It kind of uh, hinders the whole concept of podcasting when you can't talk. My right? dad like <laughs> asked me six times today, like, "What are you really saying?" And I'm like, "Yeah, I understand. I had mouth surgery. It's Be not nice. too bad right now. I mean, I had a couple problems before the show, understanding a f- few things, but." <laughs> I mean, that's not even un- unusual when you don't have mouth surgery, so... Um, True. Yeah. I, yeah. I mean, that was a big event this week, week for Fro, obviously. Uh, mm-hmm. I just had a busy week in the sense that every single day there was some major event I had to take care of or do, which I don't even want to go through it all, but it was... It was one of those weeks where there's no breaks, it, 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 all work and no play, you know what I mean? Make Jack a dull boy kind of thing. Mm. Yeah. So what you're, you're saying is that you're going to try to kill me with an axe? Probably. I'm going to ru- okay. chase you through a maze in front of a hotel. Cool. That doesn't actually exist, I think, like, if you go to that hotel, the, the hotel there's exists. no maze. Yeah. But there's no, no, no maze the... in front of it, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, I think... I think... <sighs> I don't remember what ghost show it was, but it was one of the stupid ghost shows. Oh, no, Danny did Gonzalez it. just did a video like a couple months ago at that hotel. I don't remember what That's it was called. That's it, what, what he did, yeah. <laughs> but I'm sure Ghost Hunters did it in like the early 2000s yeah. or whenever they were popular. They guaranteed mm-hmm. went to that hotel. But yeah, uh, I would tell you all the interesting 389 facts I found this week, but... Uh, yeah, let's go with uh, Quebec having a route uh, called uh, 389. Okay, that's a, mm-hmm. they must have a lot of roads. Um, mm-hmm. But uh, I have a question for you. Uh, what do you think a Model 389 is? I mean, that could be so many things, but I'm going to guess a, like a train, because you just said model, model train. 
Mm -hmm. Well, uh, you, you're going to be very happy because I'm going to now link you uh, the link to the truck I found. <laughs> that is a 389. That is uh, one very American truck. Okay, let me look. It's a Peterbilt. Yeah, yeah, I have never ever seen anything like this in my entire life. Really? Those are just everywhere here, so... Yeah, it, it, that was like, uh, yeah, it was a joke. Oh, okay. I was wondering... Yeah, yeah. I was like, do you guys really not have trucks like that in Norway or something? Yeah, no, they, they look exactly like that. Everybody. Like, uh, like if, I, if, I, if someone like told me, hey, paint an American truck, I would probably paint something like this. You remember that time Ashton Kutcher just bought a truck like that, like it was just his car, and he like drove it to like an award show or something? No, I don't. That really happened. He was he thought he was so cool for doing that. Hmm. That was pre, like, uh, I don't know, I guess it was after Arnold with the whole uh, Humvees. That was his big thing, right? He was always driving so around in Humvees. Am I? Is this a part of my Mandela effect shit, or was he actually married to? Uh, to uh, uh, who was he married to before? He's Schreiber, to right? It's who she's, he's married to now. Right. I think. I don't know who he was. I don't remember who he was married to before. Was he? Was he together with Demi Moore, or is that just? Uh, I don't remember that at all. Because I have a memory that the guy from that show was together with Demi Moore for some reason. I think that must have just been a... Well, I mean, here's some pictures of them at parties together, but it, I don't think... It looks like they're just at, at a party together. Let's see. Demi Moore. I mean, she I'm, was I mean, married to Bruce Willis for a long time. I know Bruce Willis, yes. Of course I know that. But uh, I, I, have, I have a feeling that she was together... With, uh, Ash yes, she was married to Ashton Kutcher from 2005. Oh, I thought you were talking about Arnold Schwarzenegger. No, Ashton Kutcher. Oh, okay. That's why I yeah. was so confused. I was like, because I, I said, uh, whatever her name is, his current wife. Right. Oh, yeah. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, mm -hmm. yeah he, he was married to, to, I don't even think it lasted that long, probably. Yeah, uh, 2005 to 2013. That's pretty long, actually. Yeah. For a celebrity couple, longer. especially. I mean, uh, she's be, she, he's been married to uh, Mila Kunis just for, for since 2015. I thought they were married longer than that, to be honest. I think they dated before, it, it, like, and he dated him, they dated in between. And then yeah. they finally got married. I think that's what it was. I don't know. I don't I mean, keep they... track of any of the, any of these things really. But I, they all. Do, it's like these things that I don't ever like actually seek out to know, and yet they're stuck in right. my brain forever, and I just know them. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, like like Ashton Kutcher being married to Demi Moore. Right. Yeah. Um. I wonder if they got married in Paris, and if they did, uh, -huh. uh I, hopefully it wasn't recently because they're. There would be piles of trash all over the place if that was the case. I don't. I don't, I don't think that's true. There was massive uh, protests in, in Paris 
uh, and all over France over a retirement law th this week because, I, I mean, has France just been in turmoil ever since Macron, like, got into office? That guy, he, yeah, everybody just wants to protest all the time whenever he's in power. <laughs> I mean, he's been a shit prime minister, let's right. be honest. But they re-elected him, but I guess the alternative was yeah. worse. Well, the alternative was not really much better. Right. Yeah. It was one of those uh, damned if you do, double damned if you if you don't, right? Don't, yeah. yeah. But yeah, the... more Le Pen, I, I'm, I'm, I'm pretty sure France would be a fucking worse place with Le Pen. I think these there would be even more uh, strikes and, and protests. Yeah. But yeah, the Garbage collectors went on strike, and then he vote. Uh, Macron went against the parliament, right, and just did mm -hmm. a unilateral decision to do this, which then mm -hmm. caused even more protests. And because there was garbage all piled up on the streets, people started lighting it on fire. So there's just like video of like massive hundred thousand people protest with trash piles lit on fire, and it's it's just pretty wild, pretty wild stuff mm -hmm. over there. I, I, I don't know. I stand behind the people, I suppose. Me too. Uh, I don't... I, I think it's definitely wrong what he's doing, especially to go... I don't know why he's so insistent on doing it, to be honest. It's kind of weird. That he's so like, insistent. Yeah. It seems like it's uh, like a... You know when you got those like kind of like things in your mind where you're like, oh, I need to do this, and you do it eh, even though every other people say no, that's fucking stupid. Right. Yeah. Uh, uh, yesterday, uh, speaking of terrible leaders, Trump uh, <laughs> said he was going to get arrested yesterday. He put that out on True Social. We talked about it last week, right? Mm -hmm. Um, he did not get arrested. <laughs> I'm I'm a little bit disappointed. Uh, yeah, he that didn't happen, and now what what we're seeing just today, grand jury will not meet today, Wednesday. Um, the New York grand jury investigating Trump role in the hush money payment to Stormy Daniels will not meet Wednesday as scheduled. They called off their meeting, but could revene tomorrow on Thursday. So we're. There was also rumor, at least this morning when I woke up, people were still talking on YouTube and stuff about um, it could still happen today. We don't know if it's going to, mm -hmm. but now they're not even meeting, which the th whole thing about it happening today was that there was going to be a final witness that was going to be mm -hmm. interviewed. And that was like the big, okay, n now it's all over and they're going to, they're going to indict him. Um, but since they didn't convene to, meet with that witness now it's clearly not going to happen today some people are saying it might not happen until next week uh yeah so and some some people on this podcast say it will probably not happen that's what you said right um it's seeming more and more I likely did. than uh than not at this point uh yeah but i think it could have maybe even happened yesterday and that Trump putting that stuff out maybe did delay it slightly. Like, yeah. if he wouldn't have yeah. released it and made such a big fuss about it, Hoopla. because there was... Yeah. That's the other funny thing about this story, is there's this whole thing about he called for protests in the streets to defend him from these horrible, hmm. pro evil prosecution. 
No, mm-hmm. Like, nobody was out there protesting. And what happened is, like, all the Trump supporters were like, this is a trap. They're just going to try to mm-hmm. arrest us. So we're not going to go mm-hmm. out there and protest this. So basically, he didn't have any support from his fan base, quote unquote, which is kind of hilarious. Yeah, no, I I read the Guardian, I think maybe yesterday, that he wanted to be handcuffed. Uh, so it would look uh, worse. He wants to be handcuffed, right? That, there's, yeah. That's a big discussion is, like, the perp walk, are they going to make him do that? Are they going to handcuff what? him? Not only will they handcuff him, but will they handcuff him in front of his body or behind his body? Which is, like, right. a, another sign of, like, uh, what level crime you're at kind of thing. Yeah. But I have a, I have a sneaking suspicion that uh, it will not happen at all. I said that last week, and I stand that behind that. I think it is funny that he would rather, like, he wants to have that uh, publicity of him, like, getting arrested and looking like the martyr, where he would hate to have to, like, turn himself in and nobody see it. He wants that publicity, which is really hilarious and weird. Uh, yeah, no, it's 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 the opposite of of uh, the Barbara Streisand effect. It's kind of like he wants it to be shown. Yeah, there's a lot of discussion as to whether uh, ev- I think Chris Rock came out and even said uh, this is going to help Trump uh, politically if you arrest of him. Of course. Yeah. Oh yeah, yeah, no, of course. Not it's, that Chris Rock is exactly an expert on politics. Or no, no, but uh, I agree with him, and I think that's why you shouldn't do it. Uh, yeah, speaking of arresting people, the International Criminal Court said Friday that it issued an arrest <laughs> warrant for Vladimir Putin for war crimes, mm-hmm. accusing him of personal responsibility of the abduction of children in Ukraine and other atrocities. Um, do you, uh, now, I shouldn't say this will never ever happen, because I think I thought that when they did it with Slatan Ibrahimovic and, uh... They caught him, finally, so... It's one of those things that's an eventual thing. It's not like they can just mm-hmm. run into Russia and grab him and bring him out, right? Um, but if, over time, he is... Uh, I don't know. He surrenders or something like that. The the See, that's not even going to happen. When is Russia just going to surrender to, like, NATO or something mm-hmm. like that? So... Yeah, I don't see it happening either, but uh, over time, I think he'll probably be dead before he ever goes to any kind of international court, right? Yeah. I mean, how old is he? 90? And there's still rumors that, like, he's got cancer and all these other things. I don't know if any of that's true, but... Right. Those have been rumors for a while at this point. Yeah. There was an article this week saying that he's on, like, really intense uppers, like, drugs to keep him awake and keep, like, keep... And there was that video this week of him uh, in uh, in Crimea, I think, that was, like, him being mm. super awkward and weird. And they're saying that that was because he was on drugs. I don't know. It's possible. Uh, I know that he bought a new house for his girlfriend. Yeah, that was a discussion last week of, like, yeah. people found out who his girlfriend was or something. Or, like, yeah. it was just kind of, like, put out in a whole bunch of news articles. I'm not really sure why. Uh, but yeah, and I have to say I don't know if um, yeah I I think I think he could have gotten better. 
He's a pretty powerful man. Okay. Uh, mm -hmm. I'm not quite saying that she was ugly. I'm just saying that she was not as pretty as I thought a dictator's wife would be. Okay. He probably has more than one wife, to be honest. New COVID sure. Origins, uh, point to raccoon dogs. This is now slowly being ar already debunked by certain people, but... Yeah, I saw this. Um... Uh, what happened was the Chi the Chinese apparently didn't reveal certain information that they da data that they had ga gathered, and then mm -hmm. somehow it just magically got posted to the website where all the the data website, and people mm -hmm. were like, "Where did this data come from?" Um, and th that data specifically pointed to raccoon dogs. What's now being said is like. We've, we even talked about this in the beginning, that, like, some of the first actual cases that were found, like, outside of China, mm. happened, like, in 2019, in, like, November, early December. You remember us talking about that? Mm -hmm. And these samples were taken much later, and so these don't actually point to any kind of origin, because these mm. were taken in 2020, when we already mm. know there are cases that were happening outside of China in 2019. Right, so 19, yeah. that basically disproves this whole thing. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Uh, I don't know, what do you think? Do you think we're ever going to find out, like, an actual... Uh, no. I think it's a little, like, AIDS... It's a little too late at this point, maybe. Yeah, like, maybe we yeah. could have if we, everybody got together right at the beginning and really, like, were on the same page, but it clearly nobody was. Right. Yeah. Yeah, no. I, I doubt it. This is something from my childhood, I feel like, but asteroid discovery d suggests ingredients for life on Earth came from space. Uh, this was the theory I was taught when I was in elementary school, right? And then I think middle school, I was taught the primordial, primordial ooze theory, yeah, mm -hmm. and then after that, I was taught there was one other one that came after that. Uh, but yeah, it did, now they're going back uh, around to the to this, but they're saying two organic compounds for, essential for creating living organisms were found on an asteroid by the by the Japanese. Uh, they sent a orbiter or something up to to this asteroid and they found a few different things that could be the key to like creating RNA, which be, would be the key to creating DNA. Mm -hmm. uh, they're not really sure that would, how it would have actually happened, like the creation of life, but th it would suggest that alien DNA is what created us. So what you're saying is Scientology is right. Uh, right, yeah, exactly. That's exactly... Mm -hmm. Yep. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Cool. I don't know if it flew into a volcano, because that would literally burn up the needed, uh, m you know, molecules of RNA that would... But I'm pretty sure if it went into the sea... What was the primordial ooze theory is, like, salt water and lightning and certain yeah. bacteria could create life? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Maybe they want to... Uh, 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 the aliens went to a skiing resort with Gwyneth Paltrow. Have you heard about this? 
<clears throat> yeah, she's in a lawsuit, right? Um, yeah. She's also countersuing the guy saying that he ran into her. Mm-hmm. And he's saying that she ran into him. I've always mm-hmm. wondered how ski resorts get away with even existing for the fact that, like, right. you don't have to sign. Like, I've been skiing and snowboarding so many times, I've never signed a waiver. Ever. <laughs> I mean, it must be, like, in the fine print when you buy the, you know, the ski lift the, the, pass. Uh, yeah, yeah. But, like, how does that cover them on all basis, you know, like... When Sonny Bono I mean, died running into a tree <laughs> playing football, like, how did that... Oh, no, that was a Kennedy. A Kennedy died playing football. Right. Sonny Bono, I think, was bit... skiing backwards. Right. For me, it's a little bit funny that this is, is happening in Utah, of all places. Oh, they got good skiing there. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> That's why. <laughs> yeah. I mean, the Olympics was there. Uh, was it? I don't remember that. Oh, yeah. But I'm sure... Salt I'm not... Lake City, yeah, yeah. Oh, so yeah, that makes sense. Right. All right, uh, that was the news. We're going to have Tron tells the truth now. Uh, I haven't heard it yet because he just sent it to me. It's called Hell is Around the Corner. Hello, this is Tron with Tron tells the truth. Hell is around the corner, people. The UN stated with a new report that if you don't change behavior for the environment in less than 20, 30 years... We are fucked. We are fucking fried dead meat. If you like Mad Max and all those dystopian movies, you think what happened during apocalypse or things like that, well, it can soon be true. Fill your basement with everything you need and just hope that you are the one who fucking survive. There are deadly mushrooms, there are new diseases, and there's new wars. Yes, China has entered the stage, Japan has also entered the stage, and United States always enter the stage, and we're all fucking doomed. Fascism in Poland, fascism in Italia, fascism in Hungary, crazy people in the Philippines, crazy people in China, Brazil, United States. Poland now says they don't want to let Russia win Ukraine, so they want to put their forces in. Turkey can soon be in flames, and the list goes on and go on and go on. Through this five or six, I don't remember, maybe seven years I've done this segment, I tried to spread some optimism, said to you what you can do, what you should do, and what you not should do. Just to encourage you, you don't always have to agree with me, but give yourself something to do. Engage in something. But people don't engage in something. They're only angry when, yeah, like they're in France now, when retirement age is going up where their money cannot get that much in the shops anymore and you never ask yourself why does this happen why does all this shit happen why do you wear draft why do the environment get destroyed why can we not make food in places we used to make food because you believe that everything just do it yourself the capitalism has always been like the, the invisible hand. If you just let shit happen, it will fix, work itself out. No, it doesn't. It does not at all. Big companies and entrepreneurs and so-called job creators, they cannot do anything. If they want to do anything, they don't. Because that also is the truth. They don't want to do anything. We are the only species, I think, I don't... Uh, I can come up with it 
who don't want to do anything about their own situation. We cannot save the world because then the big companies don't want to get more profits. That's where we are. <clears throat> All the shit that happened to us now, we don't deserve it. Yes, or maybe we do. But a lot of people who couldn't do anything, they don't deserve it. We have the power, but we're not using it. That should be the statement and the graveyard stone of the human nature. We, they could have, but they didn't. And all the new species or things who find the remains of this fucking planet are going to ask yourself, why didn't they? They knew it. They had art who told them. Every, scientists who told them. They had everything. They couldn't accomplish everything they wanted. But they didn't. Why? Because then the profits on people on Wall Street and the so-called job creators elite would go down. That's is the tombstone of humanity. I don't... I hope maybe someday people will find these fucking segments and say, oh, at least one tried. But they also can say a lot of statements that a lot of people tried. The minority didn't listen. Can we do anything? Yes, we can. But I don't hold hope as high. It's election in Norway in September. I don't hold the high, high hopes there either. Because young, idolized people... They don't vote because nobody's pure enough. The older people who are with us on destroying the fucking world, who don't give a fuck because they're gonna die anyway, they go and vote so they can go to their graves and do nothing. I think everything is fucked up and it's not getting any better. And it's because of all of us. This was Tron with Tron Tells the Truth. Have a fucking nice evening and a good acoplips. Thank you, Tron, for that, whatever that was. Yeah, yeah, whatever that is. Uh, this is probably the first time that he will sound better than me. Maybe, we'll see it. I haven't heard it. It could be, the audio quality could be terrible. Uh, TV round, let's talk about some television that happened this week, some new TV shows. Mm-hmm. Let's talk about We Lost Our Human First. It was almost a movie. It was movie it length. Was, but it was so fun. It was it an was so inter fun. interactive uh, Netflix cartoon. Yeah. It's about a cat and a dog, and you get to choose. Mm -hmm. at, there's one point where you get to kind of choose which direction you go with one of the yep. characters or the other character, mm -hmm. but then eventually they both come back together in the yep. same way, it seems like, because there's a lot of paths you could take, so it's hard to tell yeah. if that would always happen. But mm. uh, as far as I could tell, it happened in the two times I kind of went through it. Um, I did a, like one and a half playthrough because it's really long. Yeah, I did. I did two. I chose constantly the one thing one time, and constantly the other the other time. Oh, okay. Because I did, I definitely made the decision. Uh, the the when they decide should uh, we split up or should, or should we stay together? Mm -hmm. I I did either of those branching paths uh, and then I picked randomly in, in a lot of other places well, the mm. first time I definitely went more cat heavy than yeah. dog heavy than dog heavy me as well yeah, yeah. Um, the dog but it was it was really really fun it, it I I haven't had this much fun with a, 
uh, with something like this in quite a while. Even though it's for kids, I really liked it. It's got adult aspects to it, like um, it's the concepts of like uh, multi-dimensional uh, travel mm -hmm. and things like that. Those are way above like a really young child's concept of what's going on. You know what I mean? Um, sure. Yeah, I mean the whole concept is they the dog and the cat accidentally trip their owner, and it's she spills. Uh, some chili on an outlet and it causes the universe to fracture and then they're left traveling through different like dimensions to try to find their to find their owner uh, mm -hmm. who they think they've lost uh, yeah it, it gets a little wacky it, there's they bring in characters <laughs> that are from other TV shows at certain mm -hmm. points that are made by, uh, by the same production company, obviously. Other yes. cartoon characters. Battle Kitty. Did you find the Battle Kitty part? I got yeah. it. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Um, so, yeah. I, I And there's definitely interesting, weird things that happen throughout it. I, I give it a, a... A seven is what I'm thinking off the top of my head. Uh, I gave it a seven as well. Okay. Yeah. I, I thought it was very, very fun. I, I did it twice, like I said, today, so... I had fun. Alright, your turn. Uh, okay. Uh, Waco? Yeah, Waco. Uh, Waco American Apocalypse, this is called, on Netflix. Uh, three episodes. It uh, showcases what happened in 1993. Uh, totally new interviews with people that was there. Oh, this came out today. I was like, how have I not heard of this? Okay. Mm. Yeah, no. Uh, I knew some of the Waco story, of course. Mm -hmm. But uh, I I really liked it. It's a, it's a very interesting story because it's also a story about like how America was at that point looking at itself and it's just it's very very interesting how much the police got blamed uh, after what happened there because it's uh, for people don't 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 know the FBI was in the wrong like they they did so many things that was so incredibly stupid and it just it, it instead of like trying to like blame uh, David me uh, uh, for everything yeah crush for every everything I almost said miscarriage because that's uh, the leader of Scientology okay <laughs> but uh, oh, miscarriage yes uh, but uh, you know I I really liked it it was very interesting I give it a seven I mean it was definitely a, it was a cult and he was like you know uh, brainwashing people and taking advantage of people. Sure. Uh, and then what ended up happening is the FBI did so many corrupt things that it yeah. ended up making him almost look like the victim. And that, mm -hmm. even though he still was a bad guy, right? Uh, but did you hear this? This Saturday, Trump is going to hold a rally in Waco. Mm. And it's on the 30th anniversary of the siege of the compound. Perfect. Which is th is this week, and that's probably why this documentary came out because wow. it's the 30th anniversary, which obviously is like a straight up dog whistle to the f you know f 
extremist uh, Christian fundamentalists. Mm-hmm. I mean, like a hardcore dog whistle. It's pretty crazy, though, right? Yeah. yeah. It's pretty quicker. Uh, yeah, I'll have to check that out this week. I'll put it on my list of things to see. Yeah, like I said, it just came out today, so... Um, Daisy Jones and the Six. I think this came out, like, a couple weeks ago or something. I just didn't know it. Um, okay, I've never heard of this. It's a fictional kind of documentary. It's not a mockumentary because it's not a comedy. It's like a fictional documentary uh, about a band that is kind of based on a f- few different, like, 70s rock bands um, Okay. with female lead singers. I think one that they really, in articles that I read, is Fleetwood Mac is kind of the inspiration. Mm. It's based on a book that somebody wrote about a fictional rock band, right? Um, it's pretty well put together. I enjoyed the two episodes I saw. I, I would recommend you checking it out. Uh, I like the... Okay you know mockumentary style without the comedy it's it's it different because like it makes you go go and look it up on google which is kind of an interesting mm. thing for like uh the show itself because people mm. want to look it up and go and then that that increases it in like the google al- algorithm automatically it's almost a smart like marketing tactic it's very i don't know uh i definitely recommend it i'll give it a six okay well, something I was uh, barely disappointed in, uh, even though I was pretty hyped, maybe a little overhyped, uh, is uh, Lucky Hank. Yeah. This was surely a show. Uh, with uh, Bob Odenkirk. I love Bob Odenkirk. That was hard for me to say. But yeah, he plays this professor. Uh, and he has a midlife crisis and a meltdown and uh, he tries to like have a per uh, uh, he has some daughters and and uh, and a wife and yeah it's kind of it's supposed to be funny and I didn't laugh I mean, it's definitely a slightly dark comedy because he's clearly, like, depressed. Um, Mm. And so it's supposed to play on that. (laughs) It felt like it needed some big catch at the end that made me want to see, like, more, but it kind of just left me in, like, a malaise and not really, like... There was Mm. no cliffhanger or anything, right? Yeah. Mm. Um, The concept itself... I want... Uh, him to be... I wanted it to be better. That's kind of my biggest problem. I wanted the character of Hank to be more... um, At some point in this first episode, to turn around and have like a moment of like, oh, I'm just going to fuck shit up, which never really happened. But maybe that's going to happen in future episodes? I don't know. Mm. The concept itself is... It seems a little lacking. Maybe this is just the... The first episode kind of like build where like we're just learn learning things and meeting characters and stuff and maybe it'll increase from here because I think the thing is a about like the character development is he's I don't like where are we going with it is he gonna be a happy guy at the end of episode mm. or season one I don't 
I don't know what the character like. Where's the storyline character development going? It doesn't make sense to me right now. So right. Mm-hmm. Yeah, no, I I sadly rated the five point five. Uh, I gave it a five. Yeah. Mm. I do think it can get better in future episodes. Maybe it's just the pilot that was bad. Mm. Hopefully. Swarm on Prime. Um, mm-hmm. This is a, a... They say it's a dark comedy, um, which is, I, I don't know about that. Wow. It's definitely dark. It's about a... Obsessed, Again, I didn't laugh that much. <laughs> it's, an, it's about an obsessed fan who... Uh, who whose sister gets killed or dies, um, mm-hmm. and she kind of goes nuts after that. And anybody who says anything bad about uh, her favorite musical artist, uh, she will she gets insanely rageful and could even kill them. It's a it's really I I enjoyed it. I don't know what you think about this. I I thought it was a very interesting concept. Uh, I I also think that the, uh, they're clearly trying to make this pop star Beyonce, right? I think it'd be, it could be a few different like female pop stars, it, but Beyonce right. is definitely one you could point at. Yeah, I mean it could yeah. be Rihanna also, or it could be sure. Uh, like Nicki Minaj, it could be a few different people. But uh, you know, I saw two episodes. I'm sure I'm super interested in seeing more. I'm it's definitely gonna sunny. watch the whole thing. It's on my list of things to see the rest of. Okay. I've seen three episodes. Um, it seems it just evolves. Like each episode isn't are chronological, mm. but it uh, so far they've all had a big jump in time in between episodes. So each one you're Rocks. gonna get like a whole different kind of like. Uh, personality, and you never—it's uh, never explained what happens in between those times. Like, mm-hmm. uh, she just all of a sudden is a stripper now, and you never like see right. her become a stripper or anything like that. Uh, this was created by Donald Glover, also, which is mm. interesting. Um, it's kind of—it has some Donald Glover like vibes to it. I think I'd give it a seven point five. I give it a five. Okay. Mm-hmm. Uh, your turn. Uh, the Holy Land and us are untold stories. Uh, said that ten times fast. Uh, uh, it is a British show with uh, Rob Reiner. Did you ever see Judge Reiner? The show. That sounds so familiar. Let me look it up. Yeah. Um, but yeah, no, he's a very famous uh, barrister and author, and uh, he's also uh, Jewish, and we follow a lady called Sarah Aga, Agaha, uh, and uh, uh, she's also like a barrister and author, it's kind of interesting, but we follow her from the... Uh, Palestinian uh, point of view, and it it's more or less about like uh, w- when your roots is based in the same country, it's what kind of 
stories do you have to tell? Like when Palestine, Pal, uh, when when uh, Palestina was forced to become uh, the new Jewish settlement after World War Two, and and what it defines to be a Palestinian in in what they feel is an occupied place. It's very very interesting. This I really liked. Uh, it's I think it's three episodes, uh, but uh, I just saw one. But I will give it actually a nine. Really really interesting. Really really uh, uh, cool stories. Alright, the last thing I saw was Agent Elvis um, cartoon on Netflix. We both saw this, right? Mm-hmm. I only watched two episodes. I was not interested in seeing more. This is a show that's like definitely a one-season thing. It's not going any further than that, I don't think. I don't know. What do you think? Uh, no. As, as someone that saw the whole season, I don't think so. I liked it definitely better than you, but but it's, it's, it's nothing... This was like, created I, by Priscilla Presley? It was created by... Yeah. Yeah. Um, in memory of a lot of other people. It definitely made in honor of Elvis, but it's in like a... Oh, geez. What did I say? The Archer style. Archer. Uh, Very much Archer. Yeah. Like, even the art style is Archer. A lot of the... Um, Story. Dialogue and stuff is yeah. very Archer-esque. Uh, the sidekick character is very Archer-esque. Mm -hmm. uh, yeah, the whole thing is like that. And, you know, if that's what they like and they... Uh, maybe they saw Archer and they're like, hey, we want that. That's what we want it to look mm -hmm. like. So that's what they went for. It seemed to work. It's not... It's a, it's a, it's a novelty more than anything else. If you liked Elvis, you, you'd be like, oh, I this is so badass because I like Elvis. If you aren't Rocks. that into Elvis... It's just kind of a weird novelty thing, yeah. Uh, I think uh, what saves it for me is very good voice work. Uh, Matthew McConaughey's in here, yeah. and Caitlin, the uh, something from Always Sunny. Olsen? The, Caitlin Olsen. Olsen, yes, thank you. Yes. Uh, they're both very good. The, the style of uh, artwork that's done here um, it, it gets a little wacky, a little crazy at certain points, yeah. which is, that's kind of cool. But overall, pretty kind of uh, middle of the road. So I'd give it a five. I give it a six. Okay, you've seen the whole thing also, so there's that. Yeah, that was all I saw this week. Me too. All right, let's talk about that '90s show episode nine, Dirty mm -hmm. Double Booker. Uh, with the clock ticking on her summer in Point Place, Leia feels torn about who to spend her time with. Kitty considers starting a new job. Uh, Kitty, I wouldn't even say it's a new job because she was a nurse in the original series. So she's going right. back to nursing. So that's a weird way to describe yeah. that. Um, and that's interesting because I think it's relevant to a lot of even people today who are like mm -hmm. having to go back to work because the retirement retirement uh, doesn't really work that well for people anymore in America at least mm -hmm. and then the other thing is it seems like this is setting up for something to happen in the next episode because we have a conflict Rough. between our main character and the first character that she ever met when she came uh, which is her boyfriend's sister yeah Rough. which is kind of confusing but there, there's like a triangle where 
she wants to hang out with the boyfriend, but the sister wants her to hang out with her because she's only there for a few more weeks or whatever. Who knows? The end of the summer. That's our other conflict. This had a lot of... It felt more like that 70s show than a lot of other episodes. It had a lot of story building to the next episode. Uh, that's kind of what it felt like. Yeah, for it, sure. It, it, it kind of like... Uh, I... I don't know if this my is my is my least favorite episode, but I think so, because it was a lot of nothing, and a lot of like hey, exposition for next episode. I I didn't think it was terrible episode. I thought it was not fairly not good. Terrible? No, no. I just it felt more like the original to me than a lot of the these individual episodes that are kind of one offs. Mm. This one felt like the original in the sense that like you have build to the next one there a lot of the jokes were decent i guess we also had uh tommy chong showing up that probably helped mm-hmm. for me a bit because that that whole scene with him uh, was one of the better scenes of the whole show so far that was in the funny. forest yeah mm. um but yeah I, I i don't know it wasn't the best episode maybe i'd give it a 6.5, though. I give it to 6. Okay. Yeah. TV news. Bel Air uh, on Peacock makes show history uh, because it's the only scripted show they've ever made that got it to th- got to three seasons. <laughs> I don't know if that's, like, a good thing, though. This of all shows. <laughs> uh, well, I, I mean, people probably like... There's probably a segment of people who really like it, like younger people, you know? It's not for me, but I just think it's hilarious that this is... They've never been able to get a show to three uh, seasons yet. How long has Peacock right. been around? Let me look it up. Hmm. Two, three years, maybe? Four? Uh, right? If it's only been around for three years, then... Uh, then, uh, you know... I can understand it, but otherwise... Yeah. Uh, while Lucas looking up that, that, I will see say that Last of Us was criticized by Ryan Wilson for having anti-Christian bias, whatever that means. Uh, because one of the pe- preachers were killed so badly. I guess the service was launched in July fifteenth, two thousand twenty. So yeah. Hmm. That does make sense that it's only got three seasons since it's only been around for three and a half years or something, right? Mm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah. Did did he criticize? Uh, well, I don't know. Did, did the video game have this preacher in it? I don't remember. Right. So I'm just wondering if it did, and if he didn't criticize the video game when it came out, but chose to criticize this when it came out. You see what I'm saying? All right. Uh, I don't know, but it seems like a bit of a stretch even even that. It seems like Christians always want to be the victim, though, when it comes to, mm-hmm. like, TV and movies. Uh, Audible plug. Let's talk about audibletrial.com forward slash ADC. That's audibletrial.com forward slash ADC. Go there, get a free trial of Audible and a free audiobook. Cancel any time. Uh, get to keep the book. You're wishing... 
Uh, yeah, Eurovision. Let's talk about Cyprus. Cyprus first. Mm -hmm. uh, Andrew Lambrew, I'm guessing. Break a broken mm -hmm. heart. Well, this is not generic at all. It's a just male vocalist, uh, pretty basic backing track kind of love song. Um, nothing original or interesting here. I don't know what to say else about it. <laughs> it's it's so generic. It's, it's also so a music boring. video, so we can't really comment yeah. on like the stage performance or anything like that. So I don't but know. I have. I have absolutely no problem saying that Cypress will probably not qualify. Even though they they usually do. It's one of those countries that you can count on always uh, qualifying because of where they are in the world. Okay. But because they are like supported by a lot of like countries around them. But I think they are also in semi-final too. So, but, yeah, no, I have absolutely no belief that this will be in the final. <coughs> Alright, uh, let's talk what about... What would you give it? Oh, that? Probably like a three and a half. Yeah, yeah, I agree. I mean, it, the singing was fine. It wasn't yeah. terrible yeah. Uh, vocalist by any means. Uh, ba ba What's next? Moldova. This song I liked. It's definitely got mm -hmm. a catchy kind of techno beat happening. The stage performance is very interesting. Costume design, I'm guessing, is very Moldovan. I don't know what Moldovan like traditional garb and stuff really looks like, though. No, but this gives me. At least it gives me some some like Baltic. Uh, tune. I love the women with the horns. Uh, it's like a horn, a crown of, uh, horn of crown. No, a, a crown, crown of, horns? of horns. There we go. <laughs> oh my gosh, that's hard to say. Is it me or you that had the mouth surgery? Right, exactly. But I was, I'm guessing yeah. that's something traditional to like. And he's definitely the jacket is some kind of very kind of traditional mm -hmm. thing happening. Uh, and then we have the flute player who's pretty awesome he's in like his own like Love little tra flute. traditional kind of looking thing mm -hmm. uh, the whole it, it's kind of an experience the whole stage performance which I like about it, it I think this will definitely go somewhere I don't I don't know how well it will do though I I I think this is will qualify I don't think it will be that good in the final uh, because then we also have the jury uh, we have to remember that uh, the semifinals this year, for the first time, is only televotes. And you think so, people are gonna like like this? Yeah, I think people will vote for this be because it's so different. I I just like the test techno aspect with the flute. Like mm -hmm. it reminds me of like very th very cool. There was definitely a flute song. I think it was just called the flute song from like the early two mm thousands, -hmm. which was a yeah, it, techno song. It gives me yeah. It rem reminds me a little of that. Yeah, but almost nostalgic. Yeah, I liked it. Um, mm -hmm. I don't know. I'd give it a this one probably an eight point five. This is like maybe the first song. Or second song of all these Eurovision songs that I could see myself going back and listening to over and over again. You know what I mean? Right. A lot of these yeah. have been so generic. I don't like. I don't see myself going back and listening to them again. 
I'm going to say this uh, right now. I I will probably say it when we do the roundup and like, oh, what did we think about Eurovision this year and things like that. This is a shit year. <laughs> it's 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 a really bad year. It's not only me that thinks that, but but the songs that are very good are very good. So there's that. Um, I mean, that could just create a thing where it makes more competition at the top, which could end up for mm-hmm. a more exciting final. Because all, well, all I, the points are grouped at the top instead of being more spread out, which would make it more exciting, well, in my opinion. I think this is, will be as boring final as it was last year. Okay. I, well, there was the one thing at the end with the whole controversy. That was exciting. For sure. Yeah. But that didn't really have anything to do with the contest. <laughs> no. Uh, Iceland. This is also another mm-hmm. really good song. Uh, really Dilja, good. Dilja, Dilja, mm-hmm. with power. Mm-hmm. Her voice is really good. Another kind of techno-based beat to it, though. Um, mm-hmm. Kind of has a almost '90s techno vibe with the female mm-hmm. vocals and everything. Her mm-hmm. voice is really good. The, the lyrics are a little bit generic, sure. Yeah. It's a it's a female empowerment song, being like you don't hold me down, like I'm my, I'm my own woman kind of thing. That's why you, mm-hmm. the whole name of it is power. Um, but it's kind of repetitive. Also, she repeats the same thing quite a bit. But mm-hmm. that's not unusual for a techno song for it to repeat. No, and it's it's not bad in in Eurovision either because you want people to go like mm-hmm, and sing power, along. Mm-hmm, yeah, 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 totally. Exempt. I think mm-hmm. it works. Better in a techno song than it does in any other with any other kind of beat behind it, it a mm-hmm. repetitive kind of hook like this. Um, mm-hmm. So yeah, I, this one seven point five. I would give it an eight actually. I really really like her voice, and I I really like the only thing I'm uh, I'm I hope they don't use too much fog because if they use too much fog, they could just like dissipate her and she's kind of what that makes the show i think the one thing that was missing for this and maybe it's because i'm juxtaposing it to the song we just talked about but that had like mm-hmm. the flute player which came out and like had added a little extra right. something and that one australian song all of a sudden there's like a guitar solo that like kind of stood out i felt like it needed mm. th- that element like a guy on a saxophone or a guy with a i don't know an accordion uh, or something different yeah, to I, come out yeah and, yeah, I understand. Yeah, totally. Uh, that's Eurovision. We'll talk more about that next week. Um, mm-hmm. We're pretty close to the to the semifinal, at least, right? Uh, it's getting closer, yeah. yeah. Movie round. I saw one movie, so why don't you start? Yeah, because I saw two. Uh, I saw Winnie Pooh. Winnie the Pooh, Blood and Honey. Uh, I've heard bad things. Yeah. It is pretty bad, uh, but I mean, it has a Rotten Tomatoes score of four. Look, but it's, it's is not, it on? It's it's not trying to be good. It's like a Sharknado type yes situation. It's, yeah, it's trying to be bad. So in that way, it succeeds. I mean, what can I say? It's 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 just like. What were you thinking when I like when I went to see this? I was like, okay, this is going to be awful, 
uh, and it's pro going to be funny. It, I thought it was awful and funny. Like, what can I say? Um, I will, for what it was, I will give it a six. I think people are being way, way, way too harsh on it. I think Did it's one of those things where you got to go into it with a certain mentality. We didn't go into Killer right. Raccoons 2 with the mentality right. that we're going to see like a masterpiece film, right? Mm -hmm. Right. Other than that was a masterpiece film. Uh, that was Gosh, that was a masterpiece. It was the perfect piece of cinema. <laughs> <laughs> I best best movie ever. I noticed this week when I was watching some TV on Peacock uh, that mm. they added all the John Wick movies because I think this weekend is when the fourth one comes out, or next, maybe the weekend after. Um, soon. It's very soon, and so the yes. whole series came out on there. I've never seen a single John Wick movie. So I saw the first I was, one. I was so happy that you saw, saw this because I loved the John Wick movie. I know there's like a cult following behind these films, and I've never just yeah. really never gotten into them. Um, they always look really just kind of generic, like Jason Bourne movie or something to me. Well, they are with very Keanu generic. with Jason Keanu Reeves, <laughs> which <laughs> yeah. that's what this was. The dialogue was not great, especially in the first no. half of the movie. It was worse the dialogue than it's the second awful. half of the movie. The action is very what, interesting. That, yes, I was. Uh, are you really thinking that you're going to see a good uh, movie with 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 a lot of like good dialogue? Don't see this fucking movie. That's not what this movie is about. I it I would say it stands up uh, special effects wise, even though it's a f mm -hmm. fairly old movie. The action scenes are good, so that kind of holds the whole thing together, or holds your attention, is more like it. Mm -hmm. I'm hoping the next one is even better, because this one I would probably give a six. Mm. It was good. I mean, for an action movie, but it's not like a, an amazing piece of cinema that's like blowing my mind or anything like that. It's nothing, uh, you know what I'm saying. I would say uh, two, one, three is my order of. Uh, okay, so I'm excited because I'm. My plan is I watch one this week. I'm going to watch another next week, and and, and the third mm. one the week after, and then whenever I can get access to the fourth one, I'll watch yeah, that. I'm 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 one of those very few that kind of like didn't like number three. So I'm 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 excited for you to see it. I I like number two though, but. Uh, that's probably my favorite. I'm assuming they follow up on each other also, like yes. storyline-wise. So yeah, okay. Yes. Yeah. The uh, yeah. The last movie I saw was Missing with Storm Reid in it, and Jukim Devil Almeida. Um. So. Uh, you seen the ghost movie where everything was from the computer's point of view, right? I don't think so. Where they are a bunch of friends on a Skype call and one and one gets like killed. Um, I remember a movie like that, but I, I don't remember what it was called. Yeah, right. It reminds me of that. It's exactly the same thing. Uh, I liked it until the end. The ending is terrible. It's one of the worst endings I have ever seen in my entire life. Okay. Um, so, I, 
No, I'm not going to spoil it. But but it, it has 88% on Rotten Tomatoes and 90% audience score. And I would probably agree until the end, because like the last minute kind of destroys a lot of it. Uh, yeah, I don't know what I think about this. I didn't like it especially. Uh, I would probably give it a 3 out of 10. That's not great. <laughs> no. Um, well, this does actually look pretty good. Pinball, the man who saved the game. You ready? Yeah. All right. Tell us everything about the greatest shot you ever took. <laughs> oh, I thought this was going to be less of a documentary. Oh, no, no. I didn't know they were going to have interviews. You finally wrote something important. So you're single. Welcome to GQ. I'm really looking forward to seeing this. Oh, maybe they just have the one interview with that guy, and then the rest of it is kind of... Because this is the part I want to see, is like the... The story itself. the thing that I am best at. Why are they taking the machine? I mean, it has good of, uh, a bunch of good actors in it. So. I mean, it looks real well shot. It looks well edited. Mm-hmm. And I like the stylistically, like the '70s vibe of it. I like that. Somebody keep these damn kids away from me. His big goofy mustache that like is totally come back as a style in 2020, 23. That is a game of chance. That yeah, is a no, game of skill. Well. What do you think? I think it's skill. Uh. One you, oh, I don't know. It depends. Like, there's certain people that, that play with skill, but I'd say more people out there just play with luck. Right? Does that oh, make yeah. sense? I would say... I agree. In, in general, most people, it's luck. <laughs> So, what is this, this totally Oscar-nominated movie all about? Yeah, they'll definitely remember it for next year. Uh, an unsettling mm-hmm. writer with a fantastic mustache. <laughs> That's pretty funny. Roger Sharp mm-hmm. finds solace and confidence in the one thing he's mastered, pinball. He soon learns the game is illegal in the 1970s New York when a police raid destroys the only machines he can find. Learning what it means to take a chance, Roger embarks on a crusade to save the game he loves... The most. Why was? I wonder why it was illegal. Maybe they thought it was gambling. Because uh, they didn't think it was skill based at all. Oh, they thought it was a scam. Mm-hmm. Oh, okay. Ninety-two uh, percent on Rotten Tomatoes. Seven point two out of ten on IMDb. Ninety percent of Google users liked it. Good mm-hmm. scores all the way around, kind of. And on IMDb, I had a, there wasn't really anything terrible, but a seven out of ten. Surprising, but needed a couple more. Uh, a couple more dollars spent from K Schwiber twenty. Others have written on this, and I cannot fi- find any further upon the topic. Tight editing, great cinematography, likable cast, and wonderful writing. So why did I give it a seven instead of a ten? Well, a ten is for outstanding movie, a one that grabs you by the well, you know, and makes you realize your life has been nothing but a daily bore. This movie did not accomplish that. Instead, it allows you to wallow in another, another's joy to experience happiness, not in the degradation of another, but in the pureness of accomplishment. That, that, wow. 
That was pretty intense for IMDb uh, user yeah. review. <laughs> that was uh, pretty rad. They definitely are yeah. in like a writing class or something. Right. Joe S said this is a uh, gave it four out of five. That was the lowest I could find on Rotten Tomatoes. This is charming, no frills romance story framed by a key event in the history of pinball. The characters are all engaging. And the whole thing leaves you in a good mood. It only gets four stars because it doesn't push any envelopes. I reserve five stars for rare movies that uh, require a bit more investment from the viewers. It's easy to recommend for people that's looking for a comfortable, uplifting movie. A ten out of ten from so kind of kind of the same thing. Yeah, totally. Well, yeah, but you know, different score, but based almost the same. You know, right? Yeah. Uh, ten out of ten. Uh, from SAG one three one zero one one nine. Biographers are biographies are a shortcut to making a great movie. The casting is great. The cinematography makes the seventies feel alive. That's what I was saying about the trailer for sure. The writing is good. The jokes are good. A ton of humor is different from anything that's been released recently. Uh, I found myself shouting at the screen a few times. I haven't written. Uh. Is that a good thing or a bad thing? I'm assuming they're saying it's a good thing because it's a 10 out of 10. I haven't written a review here for a long time, but I felt I needed to because there's no big actors in this, and I fear for that reason this movie might go down a great movies that you didn't see list, and I don't really want to ha that to happen to this movie. So that's kind of a pretty <laughs> interesting endorsement. They didn't really mm. go into like why they liked it, but yeah. Hmm. Also coming out? Oh, right. Also coming out inside. Making him famous? The Ghost Within, Shazam 2, Dry Dry Longso, A Snowy Day in Oakland, and Moving On. The only interesting thing I know here is that... Shaz Did you hear about the thing with The Rock and Shazam 2? No. Uh, apparently he was being like mega diva on the mm. set of Shazam 2. Um, let me look it up exactly what happened, but there's people like saying he's like, uh, way too much of a diva on, on set. And there are certain people that don't want to work with him, I guess. Okay. It says here, this is from the rap, uh, how the rock sabotaged black Adam and Shazam two. uh, Oh, he he didn't want them to put an ending scene that would connect it back to the DC universe. He like ref he refused to let them. A you know when um, they do that little scene after the credits, the after credit mm -hmm. scene, they had made one and he refused to let them put it into the film. <laughs> okay. To connect it back, he because he wants his his universe to be separate from like the rest of the because he doesn't want to be overshadowed by the rest of the DC universe, which has bigger characters, obviously. Hmm. He's a diva, for sure. Definitely. People are saying he's just really hard to work with, which, uh, I don't know. I guess I'm a little surprised to hear that, because everybody, like, says, oh, The Rock's just, like, the best guy ever, so. Hmm. Coming next week, News of the Week, TV and Movies of the Week, Eurovision, that 90s show episode 10, final episode of mm -hmm. the season, at least. Uh, and another digital review of The Lost King. I have no idea what that's about. I'm going to guess that it's about a king that has lost his keys. Right, it's a it's a king who gets lost in the snow. 
and it's mm-hmm. just him like walking through the snow for an hour and a half. And uh, he's looking for his keys. Yeah, that's the whole pl- plot. Yeah, we made a movie. Mm-hmm. That's a movie now. Okay. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Send us ten millions. <laughs> uh, Jeremy, around not a whole lot happening. Uh, the one thing I wrote down was that I sent you that pa- Pedro Pascal game ad for Merge Mansion. What do you think about that? Oh yeah, that was fun. Uh, can you believe that they? I mean, I know game mobile games make a lot of money, but they had mm. previously the same game had done a game ad with Kathy Bates, and everybody was like, "That's pretty crazy," because like Kathy Bates is a huge actress, but you know she's not currently like a main like stay number one actor around that could you know what i'm saying like she's an older actress pedro pascal is like was just in what uh the mandalorian or whatever that tv show and a lot of things he was in in uh yeah well he was in that as well but he was in the walking not the walking dead but uh um last of us oh last of us that's why why didn't i think but yes and so for them to get him that they must have paid him a lot, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. For him to do a 30-second game ad when he's doing, like, these big-budget things, for him to go down to that level, they must have paid him a lot of money. Hey, where is that uh, Mark Rober TV show that you promised me for two years? You want me to look it up? Yeah. Did you hear about the well, Emma Chamberlain thing? No. What the Emperor Chamberlain thing? A- apparently she's charging... $10,000 for, like, a shout-out in a DM. Okay. In a DM? What, not even, like, a back-and-forth. Like, she just sent wow. you a message and it costs you $10,000. And people Jesus are like, that is fucking... Christ almighty. <laughs> uh, people are like, that is, uh, like, really, really ridiculous. That is not worth your money, people. Um, Don't fucking do that. I was gonna say, I'm sure there's some, like people out there that have like uh, a billion dollars that maybe could get away with it. Yeah, but I don't want them to do it. Right, yeah. Yeah, she doesn't need the money either. That's the other thing. No. She's got so much money. Um, And she's not a good human being. According to releases.com Revenge of the Nerd Season 1 Upcoming Discovery mm-hmm. release date in the U.S. is confirmed to be 2023, and the upcoming Discovery release date in the U.K. is yet to be announced. Uh, okay, but when in 2023? Because you promised me in 2022, now it's 2023. Uh, apparently I have to, like, pay this website for them to tell me that. Let's see if it's on IMDb. Uh, the reason <laughs> why I, I bring it up, uh, because uh, Mark Roberts' newest uh, video... Uh, about drones was very good. He made like two videos in a month, which is absolutely ridiculous uh, amount of mm-hmm. videos for Mark Rober to make. <laughs> yeah. Uh, IMDb has nothing. Uh, Mr. Beast paid a real assassin, quote unquote, uh, to chase him down. That was quote the, unquote. That, not only was that like kind of ridiculous clickbait, but um, it was so clickbait. Uh, it's also kind of uh more fake than a lot. Like, Mr. Beast is kind of known for not faking his videos. This is the fakest, yeah, the fakest more shit ever. obviously yeah. fake one than any of the yeah. other ones I've seen. Uh, 
very happy about Manchester City winning 6-0 against Burnley. That was fun. 6-0 is pretty fun. On nextepisode.net, which is like one of my favorite places to go to find out mm-hmm. new TV shows and stuff, it says status in development. So... <laughs> it's not never going to happen. It's never it? going to be out of development. They've just been developing it forever. I don't... Yeah, I don't know. We're going to have... Are we going to, like, have a joke that we have it on our list of the most anticipated TV show for, for like, more five years in a row? Five years in a row or something? Yeah. Um, here's a press release from... I, I think we have to make a new rule that you're not allowed to have the same TV show more than three times on your most anticipated TV show. Right? Yeah. Yeah, I don't know. It just doesn't... If it seem... hasn't come out in those three years, you're not allowed to have it more in your list. Well, I think we could start that this year, but, like, considering yeah. that the pandemic happened and it bumped, like, yes. so much stuff, that kind of was a... Right, but that's that's another thing. Right, totally. Yeah. That's totally out of our control, but, but this feels like something has happened and they didn't tell us uh, that it's, it's cancelled. For some reason, someone hasn't told us that it's Hasn't canceled. told anyone, because according to everything, right. it's still coming out, as far as I know, but... Yeah. I will believe it when I see it. How about that? And probably it's going to be a terrible show when it does come out, if it does come out, because they've taken so long to, like, overproduce it and Produce, things like that. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, I can see that. It's going to be a, like a hidden camera show with Mark Rober. That would be funny. It Good says it's supposed to be a prank show. show. Yeah, it's supposed to be a... I'm guessing yeah. a hidden camera prank show. I'm not sure if it's hidden camera, but it, it definitely is a prank show. So. Mm-hmm. Can I call out a YouTube channel that I found this week? Sure. Makeshift Project. Have you heard about this? No, but I can look it up. It's two guys that uh, I I found through shorts on YouTube. Uh, they have a lot of like drafting things. They like to draft stupid things. Uh, their shorts are very, very fun. So uh, I like top five sexist little men alive and things like that but it's yeah it's a very fun little uh thing that i uh it looks kind really of liked. guy based it's got a lot of, like sports yeah. and food and things like that yeah it's a very yeah. guy thing. fast food food bracket it's, it looks it's very me looks a little dude bro for me but that's fine you know yeah it's probably good for people who like sports for sure like me. Like you. Yeah, totally. Yeah, I'm, I'm very into sports. I mean, it's impossible to talk to me in more than five minutes before I mention how much I like sports. Yep, definitely. That's all you ever talk about, except, mm-hmm. for, well, soccer season, sometimes you talk about it. <laughs> soccer season, I can be somewhat... Yeah, that's like the only time you ever talk. Well, I wouldn't even yeah. say that. You just mention it more than any other sport that ever let that exists, really. <laughs> yeah. Right. Right. <laughs> All and right. I do like my soccer, so there's that. 
I think that's it for today. Uh, we'll see what happens next week with Trump. Yeah, thank, thank you for training in my mouth. Yeah, right. Hopefully, it definitely has get, gotten better during the podcast. I heard how bad I was in the beginning. I I have actually, yeah, in my mouth. Now. You sound a little less like mumbly than you did uh, before. Hopefully, yeah. that's not gonna like be painful later but hopefully it's all good well we, we, i'll tell you next week how about that <laughs> what's that stuff that like numbs your mouth i think it's called aura gel uh, well i have something that i i i i wash my mouth now because it's impossible to use a toothbrush because well i have too much i have eight stings in my mouth i didn't think that was possible uh, eight what? Stings like uh, they have uh, tread. Oh, stitches, stitches, stitches. Yes, go. thank you. I'm Norwegian. Yeah, of course. Yeah. Mm -hmm. All right. Well, well, you rest and feel better, and hopefully I, by next week you're all good. I want to sleep. Yeah. Goodbye, everybody. Goodbye, everybody. Bye, bye, everybody. Another di another digital another digital citizen. Another digital citizen. Another digital citizen. Another digital citizen. Another citizen. Another citizen. Another citizen.